Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast powered by Patreon and people like you, including our lovely supporter, Gamer Zylia, who hopefully will uh, give you guys some nice uh, vibes uh, in your fight here in this fort with these weird ghostly figures. Because uh, it's been some time, not, I guess, in game time. It was only yesterday that you fought, fought uh, Mordenkainen. But for us, it's been like I don't know, a month and a half, feels like. Uh, since you guys have fought anything. So I hope you remember the rules. I cast Summon Xylia. <laughs> <laughs> Ninth level spell. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll have you roll initiative. Okay. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. ah. Same. Uh, eight. Eleven. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Hey, what's your dex? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I haven't looked in a while. <laughs> I can't remember if it's any good my dex is 12 got him it's the modifier it's like plus one plus yeah. one yeah plus and what's two. yours adam 14 plus two. okay cool you beat me gg sir so to set the scene uh you guys are in this uh what is essentially like a 15 by 25 foot long um dining hall there's a table in the middle and these chairs kind of strewn about two sets of armor on the corners and you're all somewhat hover around these uh, stained glass windows uh, that lead into like a chapelish looking area. And these three ghostly figures have just come out of the floor behind you in the room, uh, making these like hissing noises with these bright glowing white eyes. And they're brandishing uh, what looks like physical armor and physical swords, but their forms themselves are semi incorporeal. Uh, Bear, you're up first. What do you want to do? So we just like whip around in there some distance behind us, I guess. We're not like split up or anything in the room. No, not really. I mean, um, the room isn't huge. It's it's pretty tight, especially with the table taking up most of the middle. The furthest of them is maybe 15 feet away from you if you were to go like across the room, 15, 20. I'm going to hop up on the table and I'm going to go sprint it down the table and... You did classic bear move so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is this B? You have your thing on my weapon, right? Yes. Your, okay. Mm-hmm. I was contemplating whipping out the spear, but if I think I just want to make sure that I hurt this man's. Uh, yeah. So I pull out my great axe and I'll just swing at the first one, just closest one to me, and I want to kind of keep my body blocking one third of the room, I guess, because so, okay. I think it'd run around me. But yeah, okay. Roll, roll for your uh, attack. Natural 20. Oh, heck okay. yeah, let's go. Yeah, that'll hit for sure. Double the dice. Oh, it feels good. First comment in a while. Nat, right off the bat. 12, please! Uh, ooh, it was a 9. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. So, double that, 18, and then plus ferve. And I didn't rage. Oh, my glib glob. Oh, my not. glib glob. Uh, okay, oh. so 18, 23. <laughs> rusty, rusty. 23 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to rage. <laughs> Dang it. That's it for me. Uh, Selena, you're up next. And I'm looking at my spells. Okay. So, um, I remember I marked down the ones I took with me. These, would I know like what kind of magic these are? Because I don't, I can't, it, it's not coming to my brain right now. Like these guys, because they're like corporeal forms, yeah? Yeah, I wouldn't say that there's like necessarily, if there's a specific school of magic, it's probably something like conjuration. They're ghostly in form they're probably summoned or you know some sort of lasting magical effect on the place but they are beings like they are 
like they'll take creatures. normal damage and stuff. And they'll, they'll, in some way, shape, or form, they might take some kind of damage, but you don't you don't really know yet. Okay, th- thanks for the uh, the, the the answers. Um, share... You haven't fought something identical to to this before, therefore you you might have theories, but Quiet. they haven't been tried and true yet. You're not wrong. Um, I'm gonna use a sacred flame on them just as like a starting. It's a good starting point, I think. Um, so we'll do like a sacred flame on the closest one. Okay, so. The closest one is probably the one that Bear ran up to. That's fine. Er, eat, mm, or do you want to hit like one across the table? I don't want to like get in Bear's way too much. I feel bad for like taking Bear's thunder too much. So I feel like Bear can handle that one. I'm going to do the next one. Okay. So I, I'll say if this room is a rectangle and the table is right in the middle, there's mm-hmm. essentially one on each head of the table mm-hmm. and there's one on the opposite side of the table. Were they chatting? Or were they like, they were praying, right? Yeah. Yeah, they okay. were like kneeling at this altar thing. But like that, the altar's like on the other side of the room and there's a table in between us. Uh, no, no, no. Behind you is a is like a double doors and stained glass that lead into a chapel oh. where the altar is. They were in there. They sunk into the floor. and then they like Oh, and they appeared behind the us. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come back to you Thank now. you, thank you. Yes, no, 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 no. It's, it's not that it's coming back to me. I'm just visualizing it. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Um, okay, sure. So, uh, okay, yeah, just let's let's do it. I have to roll to hit, yeah. And Sacred Flame is a. I was just gonna ask is a saving throw. I, I, believe. I just don't know which one. It is a dexterity saving throw. Cool. Let me roll that. Yeah, it's a fail. I'm gonna seven. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I will do two d8s for you. Well, uh, ten. Pretty good. Eight plus two. Yeah. Uh, it is their turn. Um. One of them is immediately in front of Bear, so it's going to kind of brandish its long sword and take uh, two swipes out of you, or, or attempt to, rather. Your AC is 15, so the first one will hit. Oh. <laughs> and natural 20 is met with a natural oh, 20. Oh, no. <laughs> Why didn't you rage? Dang. <laughs> I did. Well, oh, no, I did you after. are now. You are now. Yeah. After, after. Yeah. Good, good, good. 10 points force damage. I rolled really bad. Is that just the first one? That's combined. Oh, yeah, like I said, I rolled s- super low. Get hecked, you stupid ghost boy. <laughs> that was the first one. Uh, the one that's across the table is going to, uh, it's going to kind of uh, envelop itself in this sort of haze, and it's going to pass as if it's walking through the table. Um, and it's going to come for Selena, who just sacred flamed it. Yay. Same same thing, two slashes. Okay. It coming out of its haze apparently can't hit shit, so it's gonna miss. <laughs> uh, and then I'll say, Avalon wasn't looking through the glass as far as I can remember, so he's probably kind of standing by himself. I'll say the third one's probably gonna go for him. Cool. Uh, and that one will be. Oh shit! Sorry, I didn't add the bonus to each of them, so that's another six points to you, Bear. Sorry. This one to Avalon is seven total. Okay. I did my math wrong, but we should be good now. Uh, following that is Beatrice. I'm going to try something new today. Um, I am (laughs) going to help out Bear, though. (laughs) I am going to, I guess, step to the side so I can see one of these creatures. What is their... They're humanoid, right? Yes. I'm going to try um, and reach out my hand towards it and cast Heat Metal on its armor. Ooh. Okay. 
So that just does damage to it. And if a creature is in contact with it, then it does damage to them. Right. Yeah, I'm just pulling up the spell. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have to roll for it or anything. <laughs> no, any any creature yeah. in physical contact with the object takes two d eight fire damage, and when the, you cast it, yeah, yeah, um, until spell until it's concentration. Mm-hmm. So until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action to cause the damage again. Yeah, and so I'm going to use Whoa. my um, class ability to make a three d eight here, so that's. 11 points of fire damage. And this is the one that bears attack. Yes, as the metal starts to glow orange. Yeah, you notice the like breastplate starts to glow this red hot uh and it's the visage of the humanoid like ghostly figure inside the armor kind of starts to like steam a little bit like portions of its magical form are like uh melting away almost into the air around you and it is writhing it's a nasty probably doesn't smell good either considering all the like rot and decay on the armor Ooh. okay (laughs) all right (laughs) that's fun avon okay is do i know you you mentioned that these creatures are probably like some sort of conjuring magic like they're or do like they exist on their own as like entities so like they're not being kept like this by a spell from something else or is it just like i'm a little confused as to where the technicality is on that is it magic that i could potentially dispel or no um i'm gonna say the it's complicated you would probably have to dispel it from the source okay and you don't know the, the source that's keeping these things alive gotcha okay that's probably the best way i can answer it yeah so 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 one just got me and then one's also like on uh selena right now yep uh can i move in a way that i can thunder wave them both yeah you could like sidestep the one that's in front of you yeah i just want to um, yeah so so that also, being said it's would it be an attack of opportunity no, it's not going to be an attack of opportunity, but it's going to be difficult to not get Selena also in uh, the cube. Okay. Please don't hit me. I won't hit you in that case. I'll just uh, thunder wave the one off of me. Okay. Um, and I'll do that at. I'll do it at third level. Why not? And that's a Constitution fifteen. Gone. Okay. I'm either rolling stupendous with a 20 or i'm rolling very bad so uh it fails its saving throw it fails the saving okay yeah nice all right starting off with the five six seven seven oh my god okay uh that is 25 points of damage nice get it excellent and i'm going to cap it off with a little bardic inspiration for uh i'm gonna give it to beatrice to to hopefully maintain like just whatever's going on with that sure. you know metal. So 
This one's gonna be like a rendition of spooky scary skeletons, like spooky scary soldier boys and shivers down our spine. But nothing's quite as dangerous as bardic notes and rhymes. And I'll do a little jig. There you go. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's very good. <laughs> that's a, what is that right now? Is that it's a, a D eight? I think. Okay. Yeah. I like how you preface that with it's in the rendition of spooky scary skeletons and the first lines was like spooky scary soldier boys. It was it was identical. I just wanted to make sure, you know, people knew <laughs> how it came across. Yeah, yeah. you nailed we, it. it. The was, credit was yeah. given. The credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so you cast Thunderwave and the interesting thing is like you blow this soldier's armor, like its pauldrons and its and everything and the breastplate and stuff, kind of gets blasted back and starts to fall in space as if it's not really attached to anything. And the form itself is like kind of separated in the air and then recoalesces like inside the armor and it stands back up and hisses at you and its white eyes like kind of flicker back open. Hmm. It's very unsettling. Uh but back at the top with Bear. And I assume I saw this go down. Yes. And the one in front of me is glowing. <laughs> is there a way that I could, <clears throat> instead of like, I assume it would still be a normal roll, but it like similarly to a called shot, can I attempt to like cleave into like his breastplate? Like I'm not going for an exposed bit. I'm just going for like the front of him. I don't want to see if I could just, because it's heated up and on fee ray, if I could just like split this guy and then, or not the, the armor. Ooh. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I'll give you like an. That's probably a normal roll. It's a pretty big target, so. Yeah, just so I had to convey my intentions. Sure. It's like do damage oh. to armor. Yeah, or Maybe. you know, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I rolled a nineteen plus eight twenty seven. Yeah, that hits. Uh, fourteen damage. So what exactly? What are you going for with the armor? You're trying to like break it, or you're trying to like impale the figure. I I imagine I did like just like a baseball swing in like sideways and just hit it like square in the middle, just trying to like as much force into this hopefully malleable metal. I guess. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I would say to an extent, it probably gives way to like this like large bend like right at the abdomen portion. Uh. And the figure probably reacts pretty uh awfully to that uh, like but it is kind of reconforming around this new shape so i wouldn't say it's like deadly does that make sense okay i also realized that last time i only attacked one time and i definitely have two attacks per turn so this time i'm just gonna swing again and i'm gonna hit the exact same spot if i can <laughs> okay i was gonna say i noticed that as a dm i'm not gonna remind you yeah no yeah i <laughs> would do the same a uh, dirty 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And max damage for 19. Okay. Demo. Um, yeah, and this time, you kind of hit it once. You realize, oh, I can do this again. And you <laughs> go to swing. And when you hit the armor this time, it actually like splits it right down the middle. The whole metal cracks and uh, breaks apart. And your axe swings right dead center through this ghostly figure. And similarly to when it was when the other one was thunderwaved, it kind of breaks apart in air, and this one just kind of dissipates, and the pieces that are left over of the armor clatter very loudly to the ground, hey. kind of nice. shatter around, and then start. I'm assuming, well, I guess they would still be glowing bright red. <laughs> it's like like acid, but it's burning through the table, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which brings to Selena. Hi. Um. So I have a question about turn undead. Yeah. Um. It says it 
they they literally will just like they're they're turned what does turned mean uh let me look for the exact wording because i know it's specific uh turned creature must spend its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you can't use reactions it can only dash basically make yeah afraid yeah turned is just like it's under the effect of yeah under the effect of being afraid of you so it's like i turn it into being afraid of me yes it's kind of weird wording yeah that's you're not like turning it to the point where it's like working for you or something. yeah like i was just, like what uh, does it mean to turn and under well they can't really move except for dash yes and they can't move farther away from 30 feet what's ha- what happens if they do try to move farther away from than 30 feet well they can't do it willingly so if they were like forced movement closer to you they would just continue on their subsequent turn to move back and back and back like yeah, at the maximum of 30 feet so they'll just be... Th- oh, whatever at- their move speed is, yeah. Okay, so they'll just be trying to get to 30 feet as far away as they can, which is 30 feet for eternity or until they take damage. Uh, up to... Krishna uh, is turned for one minute or un- until it takes any damage. For one minute. Okay. How far... So there's th- three of them or four, sorry? There's two now. One there's of them was... One, there was three. Well, one of them was one and half, huh? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, the one that's on me. And turn on dead doesn't do anything to them. It doesn't like... At the eighth level, I know I get to pulverize them immediately. <laughs> but, yeah, d- depending on the on the CR, yeah. Uh, so close. I'm so close, yeah. but not yet. <laughs> um, I don't think I want to use turn on dead yet. The one that's on me, I am going to use... I'm going to use Guiding Bolt, but I'm going to use it at a third level. So the one that's immediately in front of you? Or the one that's literally right there. <laughs> because Guiding Bolt is a ranged oh, spell attack, so, so it can't be a disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. You, you could. It would just be a disadvantage. I'm not going to, but thank you for telling me. Um, that was very nice. Um... <laughs> I was gonna have to break the news at some point. I know, but I'm like, I'm like, you could have let me roll for it. Let's see. I'll do Moonbeam on the one closest to me. Is that? But it says 120 feet is the range, but is it a ranged spell? No, it's different than a ranged spell attack because it's you're just creating the Moonbeam, whereas the Guiding Bolt you have to like aim and shoot it. Oh, okay. So I can't. So like because it's close to me, I can't. Okay, that's weird. Um, you know, I get it. But if I had a gun. Hypothetically, if I had a gun in the game, okay? <laughs> I hypothetically, if I had a gun and it was at point blank range, it would be stronger. But you know, it you know, it's fine. Still it's cool. a disadvantage though. I mean, who's to say? <laughs> I mean, they're not like standing still, you know. <laughs> You're not like holding this guy up. He's like actively avoiding you pointing your gun at him, quote unquote. Well, I mean, he doesn't know where I'm pointing my hand at for. <laughs> he just... Wow. There's no actual gun. I'm just like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. You know what? Um, I'm with you. Moon You're beam. the gun. I get it. <laughs> I, I am the gun. No, um, moonbeam. I'm going to moonbeam him. Okay. It's a five foot radius. Four... Okay. Yeah. So you can shine it right on him. He's going to make constitution saving throw. Okay. A natural one. Uh, <laughs> so that's 2d10 radiant damage. 2d10 radiant damage. 
Let me get out my D10. Come on, baby, a triple. Nine. And um, what does it mean if I roll a zero? That's a ten. That's a ten. <laughs> it's Bruh. a ten. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, so I just 19. did nineteen to him. <laughs> Holy crap. Damn. Isn't it like a crit because you rolled a one? No. No, oh, not in this case. Okay, well, you know, either way, it's fine. You could try, sorry. Yeah. I just, you know, I want a little bit more, you know. <laughs> That was bare level damage. That was like my max total damage I could do. And you could still do a point more than that. That was good damage. <laughs> yeah. I just was trying to get a little extra. I don't know. I'm being greedy. With your gun now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put the gun well, away. Well, it's just a moonbeam now. <laughs> the uh, spectral figure that's in front of you that just had this uh, column of light shining down on it. Uh, is going to writhe inside of it and it's going to there's not enough room to get behind you but it's going to pass kind of strafe around to get outside of the moonbeam as best as possible which to be fair oh yeah enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there so it's starting its turn there so it's going to make another constitution save there before (laughs) i think i actually think that the spell doesn't go off until its turn so I like that 19 damage would now take effect. Oh, that actually sounds right because there's other spells that are yeah. similar where okay. it's like their it's, turn damage. Oh. Yeah. So that and then also the you like can spirit move guardians. It. You can chase them with it, Selena, as a oh. bonus action. And then when it gets to their yes, turn, then true. they'll take that damage again. So it's kind of like I created a moonbeam and now I got it. Yeah. Yes. That it's is exactly what happened. Okay, cool. <laughs> you did create a moonbeam and you got it. I have a giant spotlight and it's mine. <laughs> All right, well, I'll take that out. Uh, it took 19 damage and now it's going to move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as it strafes around you to your side, it's going to attempt twice to hit you with its longsword. Rude. I mean, we kind of entered their house. It's like B and E. Well, you know. Yeah. For the second time. We haven't. Broken we didn't, anything. We didn't break anything. We didn't, we didn't initiate unlocked, the fighting. Eric. They did. <laughs> We're just soliciting. Yeah, entering and then murdering. Well, they attacked us. Both actually did okay. So that's 19 points of force damage. Ooh. To me? Yes, to you. To just 19 points? Yes. Okay. Uh, and then the one that was. Uh, Thunder waved uh, by Avalon is going to pass back over to. Um, it's actually going to move between Avalon and Beatrice in my mind. Okay. But it's going to attack one set of Avalon and then it's going to try and like backslash uh, uh... Beatrice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's five points to Beatrice and none to Avalon. Sorry, B. <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> uh, it's then Beatrice's turn. Okay. Um, I how how you know we had, there was those sets of dragon armor in the corner, right? Huh? They they had like these long swords, right? Uh, I believe it was just. Or was it just two... a shield? Yeah, I think it was just there two was no arms crossed with a shield in front. Okay, yeah, okay, that's true. I was picturing a sword in my mind. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I am going to reach out with catapults and telekinetically grab one of the helmets 
of this armor and send it careening toward the one that just attacked me. Okay. <laughs> so I need. So this is like first level, like five pound. This is well. Max, I assume or... it's if it's metal, it's probably in the ten pound range, right? Like the helmet. How, how heavy? I mean, it's also decorative. Be? It's not meant okay. to be used. Okay. Oh, you tell me how heavy it is, but I'm gonna. It's probably, I'm gonna the cast helmet a... itself is probably not that heavy. I'm actually is gonna it... cast a second level for more damage anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> screw it. That's fine. That's fine. You're like it's uh, aluminum foil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I need a dexterity saving throw from the gentleman, please. Okay. Natty twenty. Right. Um. Oh my gosh! I just rolled four eights. And Whoa! Four, but it's halved. So. <laughs> um. That's 18 points of damage. After the half? Yeah. Ooh. Wow. I That was the best. I mean, should take a That would have been 30. Yeah, please <laughs> do. How, what, what's the total of D8s? Right, because um, four of them were eights. Yeah, 36. yeah. This would be 36 oh, 32, and then four. 32. 32 and four, yeah. What, like 68 or something? How many did you roll? That was, I rolled five. Because I have oh. my, Ooh. it's four D8 plus uh, my arcane Nice. <laughs> four of five. That's crazy. Statistically... Uh, Avalon, follow that up. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna. I don't think I'm gonna spell anything. I think with my shield and sunraiser out, I'm just gonna go ahead and try to stab this thing in the neck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that. In the neck, huh? Yeah. Hoping it's the 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 final the final hit. Dude, that thing took a lot of damage. So. Yeah, I'm amazed it's still standing. God damn it. A 10? To hit? Hit? Okay. I said two hit, question mark? Yeah, two hit. Yeah, no. No, no, it does not hit. Okay, cool. I'll chill, I think. I'm not going to use okay. my bonus action. <laughs> okay. Just swing it a miss. Uh, top of the round of bear. Uh, so I'm like in the middle of the room, I guess. And they're like behind me now or something. Regardless, yeah, I'm just going to run up to the last living. Oh, woo. Poor choice of words. Last uh, <laughs> st- standing enemy. Uh, is he standing? Are they like floating? Yeah, they went through there's, the floor. There's, there's two left. Um, oh. Still. The one that uh, got catapulted didn't die. The only one that died was the one you cleaved. Oh, I, I was assuming Selena's uh, was dead for some reason. I'm going to go to that one. No, wait. I'm going to go to B's one because Selena goes next. So I'm gonna run up and myrtleize this guy. Okay. I, I'm on a oh, table. I'm gonna I'm gonna leap off the table, just like overhead yeah. slam down. Okay, I like it. Uh, I think I'm forgetting something again. Nope, I'm not. <clears throat> uh, twenty-one. Yep. Nine damage. Still up. Oh, okay. I'm gonna just do it again. I'm gonna <laughs> this is I'm gonna use. Two. I'm going to use some of my movement to get back up on the table, and I'm going to jump off the table again and <laughs> attempt to get the exact same. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hold on, hold on. Uh, 22. Yeah, yeah. I'm rolling pretty good. Oh, there we go. 17 damage. Say goodbye, okay. Mr. Shadow Boy. <laughs> yeah, you jump off the table and slash and come down on his armor, and it does the same thing that the Thunderwave did, where the armor like kind of detaches from the body and it kind of separates. And then when you pull your axe away, the body like kind of hoists it back up to air and it reforms. And you go, oh, that's not the desired effect I needed. So you turn around, (laughs) get back on the table, jump again. And when you do, it careens the armor like 
directly into the floor, clattering and shattering the pieces of it. And the form does not reform. Uh, it is Selena's turn. Yay. Just pretend that was the first time. <laughs> um, I, the one in front of me, gone, correct? No, yeah. the one that no. Bear just killed was the one that was between Avalon and uh, Beatrice. Oh. The one the one that's next to you that was in your moonbeam is, is still there. Well, I'm going to keep moonbeam up. Uh, can I perform another spell while I have concentration held? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll do sacred flame at it. Okay. And what? That was a dex. So I believe I so, it. yes. It'll succeed on that one. Boo. Sorry. But it starts its turn and takes moonbeam damage, baby. So you're using your bonus action to move it? Oh, 100%. Okay. Just clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, It will fail with a 13. I think your spell save DC is higher than that. Do I get my spell attack bonus on that? No. Okay. When do I use that? When the spell specifically says, like, mm-hmm. uh, I think Guiding Bolt does. Lovely. Okay, cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Did you roll both? I only heard one. I, I said I said nine. It was nine. Oh, it was total. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I rolled a, oh, a, yeah. a four and a, and a six. Or no, sorry, not a four and a six. A four and a five. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, you uh, kind of pivot and... Um, grit your teeth with this like how dare he not stand in my moonbeam move the moonbeam <laughs> and uh it's as he starts to reach up and swing his <laughs> sword at you uh the radiant light starts to sizzle against its incorporeal form and it just kind of washes it away into the air and haze see ya the room is clear oh <laughs> you just dusted <laughs> essentially yes it's like the one's that Selena just killed this armor still yeah, like, yeah. intact. Oh yeah, I should mention that. It uh similarly it, the form washes away, but the pieces themselves one at a time kind of fall and clatter and nice. bounce across the stone floor. Okay. I go up to find like a chunk of not the one that was um melting and caved in, but an intact like breastplate to see if there's any like insignia or anything on it. Uh, roll an investigation check. Also, did you just leave your concentration up? Is that other armor just still burning, like, <laughs> off in the corner? I dropped it, I dropped it. <laughs> um, and I rolled a natural 20. Ooh. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, the armor itself is, like, pretty degraded. Uh, it's interesting because it was being worn by something, but even it's, like, um, uh, straps and things are, like, broken in places and torn, and it was just kind of being held aloft magically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not in great shape, so it's kind of hard to make out. But uh, despite there not being any s- significant symbols on like the chest or anything, there is what looks like a, a brand of like the person that crafted it, like a kind of like an insignia. And there is a stamp of like a dragon's head, mm-hmm. similar to uh, the way I described it the big tapestry in the main room mm-hmm. now that had like a symbol on him kind of like that well these fellows are definitely related to whatever is going on in here with you know the dragon imagery hmm. um probably yeah you think they lived here i don't know maybe or they're some kind of warden perhaps well they were in the other room like praying at something maybe we should go see what they're praying to um i have a question 
Um, can I use Moonbeam if I use my concentration still? Can I like scan the room with it? Yeah, I mean, if you still have the spell up and you want to just like, I want to like sweep scan it. it. Like, I want to sweep the whole room and see if like anything happens. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. Uh, I've never done that before. I don't know. I just, I, I'm curious. Just a little curious, you know? Uh, I don't know that it would have any effect on anything that is inanimate. It maybe if there's like dust collected, you kind of see the the light hit it and cast like a weird sort of uh haze over it but it, there's no like hidden ghosties that are well i don't know may um, there's nothing sizzling <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> evil i don't know <laughs> i do, I, I do pose as it passes over me i do like a pose just for a split second and when it's gone i'm already like returned to normal perfect so that half a second i'm i'm you know i'm just gonna be like you know when it goes away i guess like after we scan the room. I'm just gonna be like, you know, I I just could. Thought why not? Actually, it's a really interest. It's a really interesting thing that you you bring up. So you're sweeping it across the room. You're sweeping it across your party, like Bear just said. Yeah, it was. I did. Oh. I did just say that I was uh, dancing in it. So sure. Yeah. So I need I need Bear to make a Constitution save throw. It. My other thought was that I was gonna chase it around the room. <laughs> so I think either way, I was gonna be caught in this. Uh, I got a. A <laughs> twenty-four. So oh, thank okay. God. So you take you roll two d ten. No, <laughs> do I just damage bear? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I take yeah. half of that. I take <laughs> half of that also. So yeah, but a he's a dwarf. Does he? So wow, racist. It damages everything. <laughs> it damages everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When a creature stop. <laughs> That's what the spell says. I'm a creature. I thought it like had to be intentional. No. Oh no. No, no. I mean it was intentional for me. Well for Bear, not for Adam. I didn't really think this through as Adam, but you know. (laughs) Okay. Roll it up. Hit me with your best. Uh, I've seen worse. Four and two. You're lucky. Nothing. And are you still That's raising? You three, one <laughs> yeah, I took one yeah. point of damage. Wow. <laughs> okay, thank goodness. It burns. <laughs> Is this what you're like... using on those guys? Because yeah, that yeah. didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have also. It was asked, a really quick uh, sweep, you know. Bear, are you a shape changer? Yes. told you we'd get to the details later well that time is now this mix of dice and bad jokes is an actual play DD podcast run by five twitch streamers gone rogue prepared to bring you lovable characters meaningful narrative and more laughs than you signed up for but it can't exist on its own puns and potions is made possible by the loving support of our supporters over on patreon from perks such as getting ad-free episodes early access exclusive merch and personal shout outs you too can reap the benefits of a loving patronage to this very podcast over at patreon.com slash puns and potions that's puns a n d potions for just one singular dollar a month you can keep this fantasy alive now to our other sponsors for us at puns and potions community is a big part of what we wish to represent and one friend and community member i want to throw at you today is astral dice Full disclosure, I personally had a hand in the creation of Astral Dice, and it will continue to be a long-standing partnership. But just like the PMP crew, my Astral sets are the only thing I used to roll, and that's the truth. 
They're a handful of guys homebrewing dice sets out of their homes because, like us, they're super passionate about role-playing games and can't accept just some mass-produced dice they bought from a hobby shop. They craft new sets when life allows it and post them online for you to snatch up, or just admire the designs. So it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website, astraldice.com, or followed them on Instagram, at theastraldice. Thanks for the time, now back to the puns. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, oh, I'm not. But <laughs> what a reveal that was. Perfect <laughs> accidental <laughs> reveal right there. Additional 20 points of damage. Give me that werebear. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> werebear. You literally shapeshift into a bear. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, this ritual room, huh? Yes, let's go look at that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, you walked in, and like I described before, but I'll give you a little refresher. You go through these double doors with the stained glass that is flanking it. And there's these wooden pillars in a line that lead up to um, this altar that has uh, candelabras on it. They're flickering similarly to the um, chandeliers, even though their candles have been ran through. Uh, There's tall arching windows behind that with stained glass that is somewhat kind of destroyed. And in the room, you also notice... Uh, on either side, uh, recessed into the walls, is the beginning of two spiral staircases that go up. And on the uh, left-hand side, there's a door that goes out. Um, there's a window next to it. You can kind of see it leads into like a courtyard-esque looking area in the back of the court. What is the... Is there an image in the stained glass? Uh, it's a little shoddy. Um because of the some of its pieces are broken away and it's dissimilar to the ones you were looking through where it's like very tight metal this is like large pieces and gestures to really get like a nice colorful array um but the general imagery looks like a rising sun over a hilltop and on the hilltop it looks like there's like a generic looking figure um it's not in high detail of like a like a person mm-hmm. looking out um, the window you, oh, sorry go for it sorry yeah as you walk into the room you can notice that the stone pillars or sorry, wooden pillars that are leading to the altar are holding up a balcony. So there's like a second floor that looks down into this chapel, mm. presumably where the spiral staircases lead. Right. And with a, a quick glance outside, is there seem to be what like look like tombstones or something in this plaza or however you described it? Yeah, in this like little courtyard area in the back. Yeah, it, okay. you're looking out at it. Um, you can tell it's a larger fenced-in area at the back of this plot of land, and it looks like there's rows upon rows of gravestones. Mm. Yeah, mm, an endless supply of bodies. Can we just go poke out there real fast? I just want to see some. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll come right back. I want to go up these stairs too, but I want to go outside and mm-hmm. sh- should nothing, you know, hinder my progress, I'd like to look at just like the first couple of headstones. And see if they all are, like, of a singular family name. I guess it's not, like, well, you know, I'll just leave it at that. Is, is, you know, are they, is it just random people? Does it seem like they are related in some way, or? You look across the first couple, and the names are dissimilar to one another. It doesn't look like they have a specific pattern um, or lineage. Yeah. Not, like, a a family burial site or anything. No. 
Is there one tombstone that looks magnanimous? Something that is like mm-hmm. very crazy and large and like expensive yeah. looking. Um, no, actually, most of the tombstones, if not all of them, are pretty much uniform. They have they're written in the same style text, the names and the um there is on each of them a small insignia of a little dragon head carved into the stone. But none of them particularly stand out. There's no like mausoleum esque looking um grandeur to any of them. It's, they're very neatly aligned and rowed and looks like somebody was really like planning out exactly what was going on so it's not like haphazard but they're not fancy yeah and i guess that just a quick glance i'm not really trying to like go digging around but is there any like seemingly fresh looking dirt like someone has been buried recently uh no no okay. they look yeah. grown over with grass and there's no mounds of right anything place is total for me I'm, mm. i don't I don't need anything else out of here unless you guys are. No, I think I'm no. curious about the staircase. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to poke out real quick. Yeah, totally. You're. So you're heading up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. So this will lead you to, like I said, it's the balcony that overhangs this chapel. Um, there is a singular wooden chair that kind of rests at the top, in the center, of the, of the balcony. It looks like somebody would. Someone of import would come here and kind of sit and observe the service, you know, when they would have them. Uh, but other than that, there's not a whole lot uh, other than, you know, the chandelier that hangs over the whole thing and a door that leads from the balcony back into the pro- like building proper, you know, what would have been above the dining hall. Ostensibly, there would be a room there and on the other side of that room would lead to that main atrium. And I think there's a whole wing on the downstairs that we, because we did like half of it mm-hmm. and got to the other end. So we still have another half of the bottom as well. Yeah. You you can make out like through deductive reasoning um, from looking at the building from the outside that the other half that you didn't explore, um, while there may be like space in there that you didn't see on the wing that you were in, the other one is in that collapsed section. So there's probably not oh, a whole right. lot there. Yeah, actually we did... I think we tried to go the other way from the other side and realized it was collapsed. Mm. Well, let's look upstairs, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going through out of this balcony room? Oh, yeah. There's another the room in front of us, so we need to check out first. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so it opens up into this uh, hallway that is kind of V-shaped. So you, you walk right out into it, and you're met with a path that goes off uh, like northeasternly and then northwest. And they split up so that the whole thing is basically a U-shape. And there are two smaller chambers in the wall right in front of you. Is there any, like, visible doors or pathways in these hallways? Or is it just, like, hallways that turn and then leave our eyesight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's From just... the angle you're at, you don't see any hall doors in the halls. Well, I think these doors for us would lead to the second floor of the main room. So let's just peek real quick and see mm-hmm. if what's up mm-hmm. here. Uh, which one are you going for first? Left? Oh, or... I assume they were like close to each other. They might. Well, I'll, I'll so go. There's just left one, one on the left, and there's one on the right. Yeah, okay. I'll go left. Mm-hmm. Um, you open the left one, and it looks like this. It's a pretty small room. It contains an iron tub, some wood paneling on the walls, uh, and above that is a little mural of a mountainscape. Just looks like a bathroom. Anyone gotta go? <laughs> no, I'm set. I went before we left, Bear. Did you? <laughs> Do you have to go? <laughs> uh. Just a second, and I close the door. 
Okay. It's just, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of this, but is there, is this like a chamber pot? Is there like plumbing, right? This would just be like a, a pot on the ground, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> All right, anyways, we can go to the, uh, the next room. <laughs> the the other room, um, you open it up, and this one looks like, like a storage room. Um, the most significant looking thing that you can kind of make out is that there's a large pool of water that's sitting on the floor and the, the floor itself is like kind of sagging in um, as like the floor of this second um, floor is made of wood. And that's probably, you know, looking up water seeping from the next floor into this room and then was into the dining room. Um, it just looks pretty destroyed. There's, there's bare shelves, but um it's also a small, pretty nondescript room. Bear shells. Not that, not that kind of bear. bear. <laughs> bear oh my god, bathroom. that was so scary. <laughs> uh, from the outside, could we tell how many stories this building was? Um, I would say it's pretty. It's pretty tall, so it's you're probably looking at at least another floor above you. Oh wow. Okay. Before you get and, to the roof. Damn. A- and uh, notably, when you were walking up to it, where the rooftop is in the back there's like a a tower that kind of juts up a little bit Mm. it's like even if you were to get to the roof there's some sort of feature up there not including the four corner towers this is like a central tower correct yeah this is central b when we were downstairs in the dining room did we see water damage on the ceiling we did right yeah in the dining room yeah oh we we did uh, yeah okay for a second, I thought I was like, I don't think we're lining up right, you know, because I was like, I don't remember seeing water damage. But if you do, then I trust you. So, so Got we out. are on the second floor now. Mm-hmm. Yep, you've got a hallway that splits off to the left towards okay. the ruined section, and then you have a hallway that splits off to the right. Hallway to hallway. the right, then, right? Yeah. <laughs> we need to leave this room because I'm very tempted to jump into this like swelled floor. <laughs> That's up to you. Pop, pop through into the hey, it'll be a fireman, bad idea. fireman escape to the first floor. <laughs> Let's go back to the left. Okay, sure. Okay, um, yeah. So you can go to the left, and then you notice that this um, hallway leads down to the end with another spiral staircase that goes up to the third floor, presumably at the end of it. Before you get to the end of it, it splits off uh, in like a T. Uh, and when you're looking down th- through that T, you can notice that this is open to the air. Mm. So this is where the collapse kind of oh. continues. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two rooms here with two doors. Uh, presumably, if you were to open one and kind of peek inside, you would see that those are also open to the air and pretty much destroyed debris, rubble, that kind of thing. On the right-hand side of the hallway is the grand stairs that go down into that central chamber. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. So you could presumably walk across the grand stairs, go halfway down into the first floor, and then back up, and you'd be on the right side of the hallway. Or we could, like, try to jump it. You could try and jump it. Is, is that, like, the floor dilapidated? Is there, like, pieces missing? Um, it's part of the first floor. Uh, so it's these these stairs are mostly stone doesn't look too bad i mean there's no water damage on this section so you, you might be fine wait I, but is, is there a floor missing right is the hallway <laughs> intact to get to the stairwell yeah yeah yeah. on the yeah, bro- yeah, on fine. the broken side okay well yes. then, yeah, we should just continue and i won't have to jump anything 
I thought you were trying to jump the stairs yeah, for some reason. No, so I thought just you were around. Just because you could. I, I realized where I <laughs> got confused. Around. It was you mentioning that you go down and come back up, but it was that was just for the ma- mental map. We don't actually have to do that to go. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. You could go yeah. back around the way you came. I was assuming that was also destroyed and we would have to go around. But yeah, yeah. I just, you know, regular walk to the stairs. <laughs> okay. we, well, should we finish off the other hallway before we go up on this floor? Uh, yeah, he, he, I think he described it right. The other well, hallway leads to. Well, there was to... the one to the right, though. Yeah, oh. you didn't go the hallway to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, okay. we'll go that way. Uh, the hallway to the right mirrors the one on the left in that you get about halfway through, um, before it splits off in a T. And then, on that T, there's a door that leads into a room. And if you were to keep walking forward to where the other spiral staircase going to the third floor is. There's another door there that leads into a room on the second floor. Um, if you were to go down the hall, the T hallway and pass the door, um, it leads to a couple windows and it would split left and right to lead into the two towers. The two towers? <gasps> yeah, not those two towers. <laughs> okay. Oh. Baradur is not just chilling in Ferrovia. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, let's start opening doors, peek in here, yeah. if there's anything interesting. Okay. Um, the I'm going to say the first one closest to, uh, if you were to go down the hall and look in, uh, it's you open up, it's two beds, uh, torn kind of uh, rugs and set dressing and stuff like that. Um, set into the wall is a fireplace that ha- that's kind of black with soot. It looks like a fire. Um, was burned and then just kind of left unattended to. Who is leading this? Is this Beatrice just kind of yeah, popping up? Yeah, bear. Okay. Um, you roll a perception check oh, as you kind of peer in and take take care of the room. 18? Uh, as you look in and things are kind of quiet, the wind just kind of blowing through onto the walls or rattling the windows a little bit, you can make out a soft hissing noise that sounds like it's coming from across the room in the fireplace. Um, and as you look into the fireplace where the sound is coming from, it looks like there's a, like one small uh, ember. That's kind of like, you kind of see it flickering in the fireplace. Hmm. Would I, could I make like a nature check or something to see like, if I could deduce is this like a, how long it's been since there's been a fire here? If this is recently, or if this is like magic stuff, <laughs> um, magic fire is noiseless, right? No. Yeah, roll a nature check. Let's, okay. let's see. What Just we'll start Looking there. Up. We'll start there. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a snake. You said it was hissing. Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately was like, oh, here we go again. Okay. Nineteen. Um, it's definitely considering all the ash and the soot and everything that's around. Um. And just the general upkeep of the place, it it doesn't seem natural that Ember would be able to last yeah. in this environment. Seems weird. Avalon, Selena, come over here. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Okay. This Ember should not be burning. <laughs> it's like one tiny little... How ember. close are you to it? <laughs> are you inside the room? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, if I can, like, if I can see, yeah, I, I feel like are, I have right? to be like right on the fire 
Like, how big it? If we're talking about like an ember, that's like it's pretty small. I mean, if you're the room's not big, so I was essentially like saying like you're opening the door, looking, you can kind of like see. Oh, this I'm, to- bit I'm totally, I'm totally in the room at this point. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you call them over, and then you turn to kind of observe the ember closer. Very suddenly, in a big puff, all of the soot and smoke kind of like rise up suddenly out of the air, and it just kind of hangs for a second. And as you kind of clear your vision and look across, there is this. I'll actually have you roll. Just uh, perception at disadvantage. Ooh, uh, ten. It's pretty hazy. Um, you can tell <laughs> that there is some sort of figure that is in the room. Um, it's small and it's in the air, and it kind of circles you once, uh, sending the smoke and stuff kind of in a, a spiral around you. So it's clearly, uh, you know, moving the air in the room. It does one circle around you, and then it dashes out of the room through the open door and it takes a sharp right down the hallway like i described towards one of the towers um anyone who's outside the room presumably selena and who have just been called to i want you to roll perception as well as the figure Ooh. zooms Wait, where am i in this scenario <laughs> i'm assuming this is probably why where you were investigating the uh stairs that are potentially jumpable oh i'm like in the other hallway oh, i feel like i feel like bear would be here okay roll, roll perception, roll perception. I, I got a 20 okay i was pretty interested with the rug that you had mentioned so i imagine i'm probably looking at that to be honest <laughs> um yeah you both can tell although it's it's somewhat of a distance and you're getting it from behind it looks like this small lizard-like form it's very lanky it has a tail and it has these two small wings and they flutter once and it just kind of peels through this hallway and, and turns down the, the bend to, out, out of sight. It's a little baby dragon. Dragon. <laughs> oh, and it, I want to specify, it's gray. It looks ashy. Um, it doesn't have any like specific features. It looks like it's made out of smoke, basically. Mm-hmm. I guess I should specify that. Mm-hmm. If so we are aware that it's going down the hall, I'm going to book after it. Okay. Oh, no. Um. You're just indiscriminately yeah. chasing it, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm okay. a I'm a dog chasing a tennis ball. Right now. If oh, I no, if wait. I see that, I'm gonna follow. Yeah, yeah. same. I'm gonna okay. run after them. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say Bear led the charge because he kind of saw it. He pushed past you guys and kind of ran uh, down the hall. He was just the first one to say something. So, <laughs> uh, you get to the end where the T is, where the windows are, that leads off into the right where the creature went, and to the left down to these two towers. And as you take a step and go to turn, like turning on your heels and running after this thing, you take one step into that T formation and a stone wall, boom, shoots up behind you, splitting you from the rest of your party. 